Hello, boils and ghouls. This is David Howard Thornton. I play Art the Clown in the movies Terrifier and the upcoming Terrifier 2. And you're watching Fearful Thoughts. <laughs> What is going on, everybody? Hey, everybody. How's it going? So we have an awesome and fun episode going on today. Pretty exciting. Very exciting. Can't wait. Extremely, but you're going to have to for the first few minutes. So please stay on the line. It's going to be exciting times. Uh, stay on the line like on the phone. One <laughs> <laughs> 1-800 number or some shit. 1-800 blowjobs. I was going to say 1-800-sway-some-fuckers, but, you know. 1-800-slit-your-throat. Yeah, no, 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 not that. Nope, not that nope. would, no, no, that would does not work, okay? That's like you're advocating for suicide, and no. No, <laughs> no not, not doing not that. Not the case. Uh, <laughs> got quite the, uh, quite the episode. Yeah. Longer than normal, uh, but season finale, so. I know, it's coming to an end. It's a little saddening. Just a little, but we'll be back. Well, maybe. One of us. I mean, we all know. <laughs> yeah, no, we... I'm actually really excited. If you've seen the title for the episode, or if you've seen the, I don't know, the cool-ass picture that I've posted and put up as the thumbnail for the video portion of it, which, by the way... Uh, all you people listening on Anchor, why don't you just go watch it on YouTube? You can actually oh, you're see gonna, what's going you're on. You're going to be missing out on a lot if you don't actually watch it on YouTube. Like, yeah. This is one episode where I would actually recommend people watch it as opposed to listening to it. It's definitely... Uh, because there's a lot of animated shit going on and... Animated shit going on? Yeah. I mean, just... The Wait, what? Animated. <laughs> like, when you're being animated with your hands oh i couldn't i don't know God that damn it, fucking, not cartoons i was thinking cartoons that was the first thing that popped in my head besides hentai yeah but yeah, yeah. so no i agree yeah no it, it was a very awesome experience it was um, and we talked about a lot of stuff good bad and different yeah. um i think uh, I, I know that uh He's been on podcasts before and has answered all kinds of different questions and stuff, but I know for a fact that we dive deeper into who David is. An amazing, wonderful person. Such to a wonderful guy. Talk to a hundred percent. Um yeah, no, thank you, David Howard Thornton. If you ever hear or see this episode, thank you. Thank you so much. You have yeah. no idea how much that meant to us. And and if if it if it's weird, we're 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 in the future. <laughs> so we've already been through the episode. We're, yeah, we've we're just, al- we've already talked to David and everything. Now we're doing our intro, kinda ass backwards. A little bit. But it's because we we're so excited to talk to David that we wanted to get that done. Yeah, I know. It just it's amazing. It's it was a lot fun. Of fun. It's a blast. So informative. And just there's kind of a PSA somewhere in the middle of the episode. Yeah, it was it was more like like you 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 get like this this fun awesome 
like beginning like all joking and everything conversation in the beginning and then we dive deeper and does some pretty pretty deep stuff and it's it, it was one of those things that like right, looking for my drink <laughs> you see me looking around that's <laughs> you looking <laughs> um it was uh very just heartwarming and just a, just a really you know a trial and tribulation kind of thing that he went through and it's just an amazing story yeah uh, and then and then we got back into the choking and just fun awesome questions that uh you guys got to ask as well and we did get to your questions we did what were you doing remember we did that oh split me in half <laughs> hacksaw you gotta watch it i mean if, if you don't you're missing a lot oh 100 percent um still good listen but yeah. i would recommend watching it over listening to but it, but if you don't watch the video i'm gonna call you a loser <laughs> and art's gonna Art also says you need to buy a PS5. No, he said you to buy a PS5. Everybody. Yeah, <laughs> then we can all play together. Oh, that is true. God. Yeah, with your awesome new best friend. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. Ah, there we go. Hey. Hey, how are you doing? Good. How are you? How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Now we got it right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate it so much. Oh, no problem, guys. No problem. Happy to be here. <laughs> Gives me something to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, we have a lot of questions for you today. <laughs> oh, cool. I might have a lot of answers. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, actually, I, I, I got to ask, um, because I saw something just recently um that i i was really curious about uh you were in a movie uh that was it was it was an anime and you did uh background voices right on it yeah uh was it miss hokusai yeah miss hokusai uh yes. what was that what was that like working on that anime oh that was fun i i love doing that kind of work it's i haven't done too much in it because once i went union with sag it kind of cut out all the anime work i could do and it sucked <laughs> oh <laughs> i was literally like the day i joined sag the day after i joined sag i got a call from uh one of the the uh recording studios i've done a lot of work with and they're like hey so we're about to start doing the new gundam wing series uh we want you to voice one of the main characters in it and i'm like let me guess non-sag right they're like yeah i'm like Oh, you just called me two days before now. I could have gotten oh. grandfathered in. I'm like, oh, oh man. man. Oh, I was so pissed. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. That... Come on. <laughs> oh, man, I was just imagining what, like, you just being in it and just seeing you, you know, like, you're an awesome actor. I just have to say you're an amazing actor. <laughs> you are we love all your work. Yeah, definitely. I love doing voiceover. It's so much fun. I, I've been watching uh, One Piece during the whole pandemic. I've just oh. been binging that like crazy. It's so good. I would kill to be on that. I'm on the, I, I'm on the first uh, episode seven right now. I just started that. Oh, you are on such a you. Oh boy, I'm like 500 something episodes in right now. <laughs> you oh. have a great adventure in front of you, man. Oh, I'm excited. It, it gets oh, so good. It's just, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculously good. 
Oh man, I'm I, I yeah I got recommended it to uh, by a friend and uh, all about anime and uh, mm-hmm. they were like yeah it's really like it's ongoing really long but you'll you'll enjoy it and oh yeah it, yeah <laughs> like the older animation style too was really cool that was because that show was from the 90s wasn't it like that started I, I think it came out first in like 99. And then it's just kept going ever since then. I, I, I understand, oh. like, they have about six, almost 700 dubbed episodes, but they're over almost a, I think almost a thousand episodes total so far. Holy cow. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's like, <laughs> but it doesn't seem like it when you're watching it. I'm just like, I, I, I got this great story arc recently where it's major game-changing story arc, and it's like, you know, 500 episodes into it. It's like, oh, my God. God, now the game's changing. <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> oh man, there's a lot of good anime and a lot of people that are picking it up right now. I think that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I've started watching a lot of it in the past few years. I've, I've been like watching you know My Hero Academia, Attack on Titan, <laughs> Death Oh man, oh, God, Seven Deadly Sins, stuff like that. Uh, I, I need to start Naruto eventually. So, <laughs> oh, that one, you're in for a treat on that one. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I, mm-hmm. People said, oh, yeah, if you like One Piece, you'll really love Naruto too. I'm like, yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, kind of feel like a third wheel here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> I don't, sorry. I don't watch as much anime as Ethan does here. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just love animation anyway. So, so I'm just like, I, is the art style is beautiful on a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. I I love oh, yeah. the Gundam Wing series. Mm-hmm. That was one of my favorites. Yeah, I did one. I I think I did Seed. I, I did some voices on Seed a few years ago, so that was fun. But like just like background characters, like you know, like soldiers and stuff like that, and like a, a teacher in a classroom. No man, I I think that's still awesome that you get to work on a project like that. I think that's amazing. Oh, it's fun. It's like a whole new style of acting I had to learn, though, because there's like so many things that happen in like anime that you don't do in traditional animation, like little sounds and stuff, like little grunts and little <laughs> those little sounds. That, like, go. it's like they actually had to teach me to do that little <laughs> sound. Because <laughs> like, you don't see that, that you know, American animation. It's like no one goes. It's like a sound. It's like do it all the time and I, I like after that i noted all the time in anime i'm like oh my god they do all the time <laughs> all oh. these little uh, sounds all these like anytime they're uh, like th- there's no like actual dialogue but it's just like they've noticed something they're like uh? <laughs> and you actually have to go in there in the booth and do all that kind of stuff they're like okay we want this kind of sound okay no like no a little like like question it i'm like huh <laughs> that's awesome that is awesome yeah oh man so what drew you into acting oh gosh i and my parents i they were like very very much involved in our church's theater growing up in alabama and <laughs> so that's that's how i got involved in it so it, it this kind of started from there, but I mean, I think I, I really, it really clicked with me in like middle school because I was like bullied a lot and um, easy target. I was a very easy target. I'm a <laughs> stereotypical nerd. So, uh, and so my, 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 uh, 
Miss School's um, choral department did a production of Mickey's Christmas Carol. My mom and yeah, encouraged me to audition for it because she wanted my classmates to see the other side of me that they, you know, because I was very quiet in school. And so I did and um, got the role of Mickey Mouse in it, Bob Cratchit. Nice. And everything wow. started going wrong in the show. Like the set fell apart at one point. Like uh, our, our the Cratchit family dinner got launched across the auditorium because the table broke and like catapulted it over the audience. And I was like, oh boy, we got fast food tonight. And <laughs> 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 I just had everybody just laughing because, you know, like, especially for a kid to be able to just imp- a lot of improvisation like that on the fly you know like mo- at that age so many kids when something goes wrong in a show they just freeze up and just like uh. yeah. and i just start cracking jokes and I, I basically turned it into a stand-up routine until everything got put back together and and that's when i was like man i love this feeling because you know at that school for the first time people were laughing with me instead of at me and i'm like i like this and so mm-hmm. i decided to do a lot more of it and it, i went on to um you know do community theater then i went to college but i didn't get my degree and i got a degree in elementary education i decided um yeah i I, I was trying to be you know pragmatic with my life i was like well you know actor career is not a certain thing so at least i can support a family on a teaching salary (laughs) yeah but like my mom passed away in college so that kind of changed my whole trajectory on life and so I realized, you know, I got more fulfillment out of entertaining my students than I did actually teaching them. So I was like, I, this is what I should do then. So that's what I did. I got finished up my degree and moved up to New York. So I, you know, I had something to fall back on just in case, but knock on wood, I've never had to. <laughs> you, you've done a lot of amazing projects from what I've seen. Uh, yeah, I, I feel pretty lucky with what I've been able to do. I think it's I, just awesome. So I'm sorry. <laughs> so out of all the roles you've done, what's your favorite? Oh gosh, I mean, art's definitely up there. <laughs> He's a lot of fun. Yeah, such a fun. You know, Art and Joker are both really fun characters to do. You know, uh, of course, I would like to do Joker on a you know not just on a fan series, but actually do it like a legit like TV series or something like that. But um. I think like my favorite production I ever did, I've done it twice now in two different theater companies, was called The 39 Steps, which is based on an old uh, Alfred Hitchcock movie. Hmm. And it, But they made it into a comedy because it's a cast of four people. So you have the main character who plays the main lead. You have the female who plays three main females in the, the show. And then you have the two clowns that play everybody else. And it takes place in England and Scotland during World War II. So like, there's one character I played who was a um, an English professor living in Scotland who was actually a Nazi spy, and so that was a lot of fun. And so I, I played like um, between the two times I did the show, I played over sixty characters in that show. Oh, so that was, yeah. yeah I, I would sometimes have to argue with myself on stage and like switch hats back and forth, <laughs> going back and forth. It's like so that's it, it was it was such a great mental exercise for actors though because I I had to change accents and characters and all that kind of stuff and like you know it's like rapid fire and like with the the the, the Nazi spy played I had to switch accents mid sentence. 
cool. Oh wow! It's, oh yeah. So it, it was that was a lot of fun doing that in front of an audience because you know no one suspected it, and all you just like every night there was this big gasp in the audience, like oh my god, he's a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you didn't expect that, did you? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I, I have to, you know, I've I've been curious about this. Uh, for uh, a, a lot of actors that I've I've seen, uh, the, uh, some of them say that it's easier or harder um to play like uh not as much talking in a movie and and being right. Art the Clown like is do you think it's harder or easier to play a silent killer than it is mm. like somebody that talks a bunch it, it's a little bit of both i would say i mean it's easier because you don't have to memorize any lines so i just kind of go in there and look over the script a few times so i just you know i know what's going to happen in the scene that i ask the director okay so what are we doing <laughs> <laughs> like, okay cool and i just you know basically improvise a lot while i'm on there but i'm which is weird i i always kind of do dialogue in my my head even though i'm not actually saying anything so I, I'll, I'll think it like is art i'll think funny quips and stuff like that in my head and i hope they just read on my face and so because it's like that helps me stay in character yeah. stay in the moment so you know i'm not just thinking in my head angry eyes angry eyes angry eyes kill 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 i'm, just, <laughs> I'm usually cussing the person out while i'm killing them and saying something funny in my head you know, it's like something like that so but you know it, it is hard though because you know you have to develop all the characterization without any dialogue so you're just like you know i i think joker would kind of be boring if he didn't speak because that's his thing is the monologues yeah. that he says it's very quippy yeah, art's not like that. So you have to find other ways to you know, convey meaning and convey character with you know just your body movements, and that's that's kind of hard because especially when you want to differentiate yourself from like all these other silent killers that are out there, like Mike Myers and Jason, you know, because yeah. so many of them that you know have been coming out since then, since Mike and Jason started that whole kind of thing. It's just like they all kind of do the same thing, where they just is another guy with a mask that just packs his head to the right or something like that it's just you want yeah. to add something more to it than that so and luckily i you know the mask i wear you know allows for free ex, you know free expression so that's that's kind of nice because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i i've been filming another thing where i actually wear a, a, a mask and it doesn't allow for that so i have to do a lot of eye acting and you know body acting instead of instead of using my my face that's actually really cool. <laughs> yeah. How long does it take to get all done up as art? Oh, that takes about um, about three to four hours, depending on uh, how much is going on. Like, you know, if it's just plain face art without the blood, it takes about three hours. But if I have blood, it takes a little bit longer than if I have like battle damage in addition to the blood. Like, you know, someone's like torn a chunk out of my face that takes even longer because we usually have to um, match everything up to previous shots we've done because we don't film in continuity so it's like we're, we're jumping all around in the time so it's like okay where how what what were the blood splatters on me at this point <laughs> <laughs> that that's always a challenge especially when you're shooting a scene that you haven't shot you know the the, the kill that happens before that so you don't really know how the blood splatters are going to go <laughs> then, <laughs> Then when you do get splattered, you're like, well, this one totally different. Oh, well. <laughs> Through the continuity now. <laughs> <laughs> the blood splatters are a bitch. <laughs> it's just like, 
it's like with continuity it's, it's such a bitch it's just like oh god <laughs> is there a specific type of blood that you guys use like a type I, yeah i i don't know what it is exactly because there's a certain type that damien buys i think that's what they kind of use for the walking dead but he adds more to it like he adds his own special recipe to it so mm. it's like it's kind of cool like when it dries it kind of gets that rusty color to it as well oh, wow. so it's not just bright red the whole entire time so I, I think he puts some chocolate and some fish soap in it as well Ooh, it yummy <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a very interesting taste. <laughs> in your mouth, it's just like mm, it's kind of chocolatey, but a little bit soapy too. You're like, <laughs> but we also have, you know, if I have to put blood in my mouth, then you know we have mouth blood as well. So there are different types of blood okay. we use, and yeah, and there's also like a more a congealed blood he'll use for like scars and stuff like that as well. So it's 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 something I've learned the different you know types of blood that you use on a set. It's surprising how many different types of blood there are. There really are, and there's some really bad ones out there that just look that, that's like way too red, way too mm -hmm. bright red, and does not look real. Because like real blood has that kind of rusty metallic-y color to it as well. Yeah, especially when we, it starts to dry. We run yeah. a nonprofit haunted house, and we we come across that with the blood that we use. Mm -hmm. It's either too dark or too bright. Yeah, you, you have to find that just right combination between the two and i i, I think damien's done so much experimentation with it he's figured out what works nice yeah oh man um you know filming uh terrifier 2 that you that you've been doing how has covid19 affected your work on the movie oh gosh we were almost done when we had to go into lockdown. We had just finished filming one of our big, huge set pieces in the film, which involves a lot of extras and stuff like that and stunts. And, and so we were very grateful that we were able to finish that because that was that was the biggest headache for all of us. We were so stressed out about filming that scene. It took like a, a, a little over a week to film that, I think. It ended up being the easiest thing for us to film, oddly enough. Everything went so smoothly. It's like, wow. It's all the simple stuff that you would think would be was which was the most complicated. You know, so that was kind of weird, but um, we had um, we had a few more uh, scenes to film, like two two of our bigger kills scenes, like the first kill in the movie and like the big set piece kill that you know the one that we think is going to rival the uh, hacksaw scene. Yeah. So we had to still film those, but in in a weird way because we we had started filming the that scene, the the big kill scene. Um, before the pandemic and Damien had to take some time to build the prosthetics for it. And then the pandemic happened. So, uh, but because of the pandemic, Damien was able to like actually take time and he's like, well, I got all this time. Why don't I flesh out these kills even more than what I had originally planned? I got the time now to really build some cool prosthetics. Now I'm not having to rush myself on this. And so he did that. He, and he added more to the kills than what was originally in the script. So oh, wow. the stuff that we had, yeah, for both of these things. So like um, the the stuff that we had originally filmed, we decided to scrap it, even though it, it would have been satisfactory. But I think what we filmed now is ten times crazier. It's just <laughs> I can't wait to see it. It took us, it took us uh, about five days to film this scene. 
because there's so many elements to it with prosthetics. It just keeps going. It's, it's brutal. It's so freaking... I, I, it's going to probably piss off some people because it's so mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... It's like, you know, because I know some people are like, oh, you know, the first one, oh, art's a misogynist. I'm like, oh, they're really going to be saying that now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's like, but, you know, it's like, he's not, he's, he's the bad guy. He, he you know, he he's, killed, yeah. yeah, he killed more men than women in the first film. And, you know, he's, he's, he just kills whoever in his way. He's going to just have fun with his food, as I say. Yeah. I, I say he's an equal opportunity killer. He hates everybody equally. He yeah. almost seems so innocent, though, at the same time. <laughs> that's his charm. I know, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's part of his charm. He's doing these violent things, and he's just kind of like, hey, <laughs> you're going to die now. Oh, man. He's having fun. It's, 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 it's going back to kind of like, you know, One Piece with Luffy, where, you know, he's like beating the crap out of everybody. He's just so cheerful and happy the whole entire yeah. time. <laughs> So that's kind of like that's what I love about. Yeah. I like yeah. that that scene where um, oh, she was checking in through the the door uh, through a hole to see if Art was there, and just reaches out with a horn, starts honking. <laughs> oh, he's such a bastard! It's just like it's like, and don't worry, you know, if you've seen like some uh, latest screen grabs, you know, the horn makes a return, so. Oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah, I think you, you got to have his horn at some point in each film. You know, it's just like, it's, 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 such, it's such a nerve-wracking thing to do to people. You know, it's like, it's, it's just like, God, it's, it's so obnoxious. <laughs> it's like, I, I know how, I, how annoyed I am, like, where I live here in Queens. I live on, like, one of the busiest streets here. So we get cars all the time out there honking horns and i just know how annoying horns are anyway so i'm like yeah i i think i would want to kill somebody if they were honking a horn in my ear <laughs> and um man i there's so many questions and i'm just i'm sorry well, that's um, fine. Uh, oh if you could play any other horror icon who would it be and why hmm <sighs> I would really like to play um, Dracula or you know Nosferatu. Uh, that would be fun. I, I just I, I think that just like it's such a creepy character. You can do something, especially if you're going like do go the Bram Stoker Dracula route because I think that character actually has a lot of depth to him. Definitely. Oh man, he's not necessarily a true villain in a lot of ways. Especially mm. if he's kind of like a romantic in some ways too. Right. It's like. I think for the most like, part, all the universal monsters were. Yeah, there, there's a lot of depth to all of those guys, really, when you think about it. You know, like Frankenstein's monster. I mean, he's just like this misunderstood brute. It's just like, it's like, yeah. oh, poor Frank. <laughs> <laughs> they all seem to get a lot of attention except for Creature, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's the yeah. I see your little cup holder over there. I know that's your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> he is. Oh, man. You haven't seen a lot done with him in a while. Mm -mm. You haven't. I'm hoping he makes a return soon. Uh, I guess the closest we've had to that is, you know, Doug Jones doing a... Um, shape of water yeah 
That was a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. I just keep on thinking, God, what a bitch that have been to wear all that makeup. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, Doug. Doug, Doug, Doug. <laughs> he's probably used to it by now with all the creatures oh, he's played yeah. through the years. Oh, definitely. Definitely. He's, he's so used to sitting for hours in that chair. Jeez. That's probably like his second bed now. He's just like, okay, I'm going to go sleep. Wake <laughs> me when you're ready. <laughs> Wake me when I'm a creature. <laughs> uh, do you have any projects in the near future that you maybe want to share? Yeah, yeah. I'm, um, first of all, I, I filmed this one thing. It's just a small little role in it. It's called The Dark Offerings that we filmed during the, uh, the pandemic last year. Totally over Zoom, so everything's all Zoom. So that was interesting doing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's in post-production right now. They're scoring it and everything right now. So that's really exciting. So a lot of um, different horror people actually in it too. Oh, like wow. Melissa Rose is in it, Eileen Deeds. Um, yeah, people like that. It's, it's with uh, some of the Terrifier people. Nice. And I, it, yeah, it's like we're all kind of working together on things because I'm doing another project with them as well with uh, our Fuzz and the Lens guys that, you know, uh, helped – they were our AD, and they also worked on Terrifier and Terrifier 2. That like um they uh like Mike, who's the director for this other film, is um he was the exterminator I decapitated in Terrifier, and his brother and their partner were the two cops. They hit they have their own film company that they've started up, and so we're oh, filming wow. another horror film called Stream right now, with a whole lot of horror people involved. I can't name a lot of them, but like, I, I guess the biggest one I can name because they've already released it on IMDb is Jeffrey Combs. Ooh, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That was, it's, it's been a trip <clears throat> being on set with these people. Cause these are all the people I watched my whole entire life and you know, growing up in movies and I get to be on set with them, and, you know, interact with them in that capacity. And it's like, even when I'm not in the scene with them, I'm sitting on the side watching them so I can just learn. That's gotta be so cool. Oh, it's so freaking cool! Yeah. <laughs> it's just like I, I almost don't. Feel, I feel like an imposter. I'm like I don't deserve to be sharing screen time with you guys. It's like this, this is a master's class here, acting, especially with so many horror legends. I'm like, I mean, I wish I could name everybody that's involved because it's like, oh my, it's like an Expendables version of a horror film in a lot of ways. Oh wow, nice, yeah. There's so many people, yeah, and I'm in the middle of filming that. I did some work on it this week they had a really cool fight scene that i did and some stunts and stuff like that so and go back and film some more next week still got a little bit more to film but they got to build the set for this other part in it that's going to be a really crazy scene so it's fun i, I play another silent killer in that one too so it's just, but it's you know i'm trying to differentiate them in some ways from art <laughs> that's still really awesome though yeah, oh yeah i'm excited oh, i can't yeah. wait Oh, it's it's fine. We're hoping it's going to be another franchise too. So that'll be that'll be nuts if you know I, I get to be in two franchises. So oh, I hope <laughs> yeah, so. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. You know, they they got some cool ideas for the future films too. So like, and if I if if they bring me back, that means if you know depends if I survive this one. <laughs> right. And say, I'm I'm crossing my fingers. Yeah, but even just to be in the first film in a franchise would be awesome too. I'm like, yeah, sweet. <laughs> what was it like going to your first convention after Terrifier? 
Oh my god, because that was our first convention was before we even released on Netflix, so we were very underground at that point. And it was, it was Mad Monster Party in Arizona back in 2018. And yeah. Damien and I, I think we were just so nervous because we're like, we, we, we didn't feel like we deserved to be there. We, we were like, we're like, how are these people going to react to us? Because, you know, we were there at the same time, like Kane Hodder and Tyler Maine and Robert England and all those guys were there. And we're like, well, how, how how are we invited to this? <laughs> it, it, we were just so nervous meeting everybody, and like, uh, and some of them just came over and like welcomed us right in. They sent like Tyler Maine had dinner with us, you know. Yeah, we sat there, and he just started, you know, other people over to introduce to us. And he's like, "Hey, I want you guys wow. to meet these two new guys. They're they're coming in," and. And, and so it was, it was, it was very, it was, I, I, we were just nervous. We were, cause we, we kind of, you know, I, at least I did. I kind of was like, you know, I was so afraid of how those guys would react to us. They're like, Oh, who does it, who do these guys think they are? You know, we, we've been doing this for 30 years. These guys are nobody yet, you know, <laughs> but it was the total opposite. Everybody was so welcoming. That's what I love about yeah. horror conventions is that everybody yeah. is so friendly. Oh God! Yeah, um, I actually, my wife and I actually met you at that Mad Monster. Oh yeah! Oh yes. wow! Is it, I, I was like in such great. a daze. I was in such a daze that whole entire week, and I was just <laughs> high on adrenaline. I, I don't remember too much of anything. <laughs> we so were too just getting to meet everybody was awesome. Yeah. Oh, that was a fun one. I just I I remember doing karaoke one night, even though I was drunk. <laughs> oh, that yeah, would have been Oh, it was it was a trip. I was I just it was just I was on such a high that whole entire weekend. I was just like, this is nuts. <laughs> but I, I love I love the conventions. It's, you know, because I I've done outside I've done other conventions outside of horror conventions, and there's su such a difference. It's just like it, it's like the the horror convention world seems like such a, a tighter group of people, not just with you know the, the celebrities, but also with the fans. Everybody just seems closer. It's like it's everybody's just hanging out together and having fun. Nice it's, one big family. Like, yeah, yeah, one big family. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of cool. I like it. So I'm just like, I, I can't wait to finally go back out on the road later on this year and do these again. I, I've missed it so much of this past year. And I think the last one that uh, he and I went on was Crypticon in 2019, where actually I got to meet you uh, in 2019 okay. in Seattle. Seattle, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. That was a fun, though I, I got like, I think there was some black mold in that hotel or something like was that. Was there really? Like, oh, yeah. Like I know myself and several other guests there. We got like so sick with like, I, like, I, I was on so many decongestants that weekend. <laughs> Oh wow! I was oh, like, man. I, I woke up that my first morning in the hotel. I was just like, <gasps> <laughs> just so, just like I could not breathe. I was just like, this sucks. Oh, <laughs> but I still had so much fun. It was just like it was. I remember they had like the whole entire party floor of different themed rooms and stuff like that. I was like, this is insane. And then they had that major party. What was it upstairs? Um, yeah. Where everyone was like going through everyone else's room and drinking and having a yeah, good time. That, that was it with it. The party for yeah. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. That was just. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, because like every room had its own theme, 
and they all had their own different types of mixed drinks in those rooms. So it's like, I'm just going to go sample everything. <laughs> there, there was like a couple rooms, though. It was like, you know, it would be totally different atmosphere in a couple of the rooms mm -hmm. that we noticed. It was uh, it was just really quiet and just like everyone was kind of just, you know, chill, chilling, hanging out. And then all of these other rooms were like, yeah, party on. And just having a yeah, they even had like a karaoke room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was it was crazy, but it was so much fun. Uh, that was a really cool hotel. Besides the whatever, I think it was black mold. I don't know who knows. But the, I love the hotel itself, though. It's just huge, huge yeah. hotel. Will you be coming <laughs> back to Krypton? Oh, of course. You know, if they'll have me, I'll be glad to come back anytime. Yeah. Awesome. There's there's not a single convention I've gone to that I won't be back to. You know, if they, if they'll have me back, I'll come back. Black mold and all, huh? Black mold. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, that wasn't the convention's fault. It's the hotel. They just needed to do some cleaning. <laughs> like, cl clean your air filters, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um. So, I I, I gotta ask. Um, mm -hmm. did you have a desire like when you first were wanting to entertain people, like you were telling us? Um, mm -hmm. was it? first like i want to get into horror movies like is that was that the goal oh no no i didn't even i didn't even really entertain that idea of doing horror films because i mean especially the kind of character i'm playing i was like i, I was trying to be realistic with myself because they yeah. always tell actors to know your type and i'm like i am not a huge monster of a man <laughs> <laughs> i am i'm a skinny little twig you know if i, I figured if i was ever doing a horror movie i would be like the randy type of characters like that you know yeah <laughs> was a, i was like yeah I, i'd probably get killed halfway through or something like that so it's like i never never really thought this would happen i because I, I, i've also always done comedy so yeah I, I i wanted to do more like voiceover work or like you know do sitcoms or something like that so this, this was something just presented itself to me though because I, I i was in i was really at the time focusing on doing uh broadway and musical theater and all that i had just come back from my uh last tour with the grinch after five years and i decided to take four months off just to focus on auditioning instead of waiting tables and i had been up for like four or five different broadway tours and they all fell through for some reason or another i don't one of them literally came down to a coin flip oh wow yeah is and and then i saw a uh because i was getting annoyed i was like god i'm so close to getting something really good again and I, I came across an audition notice for uh, art. They were looking for a tall, skinny guy with a uh, clowning or physical comedy experience to play him. And I had seen All Hell's Eve, so I knew the character. I was like, oh, my God, yes, I'm perfect for this. And so I, I told my agents to submit me, and the rest is history. And it's, it's, that's how funny the universe is, though. It's like, you know, if I had gotten in any of those tours, I wouldn't have been able to play art or even audition for the role. So I was like, oh, it, it worked out the right way, I think, in the long run. It's like, yeah, I could have done a, you know, another Broadway tour, but that, then that's it. You know, it's like this, you know, changed everything for me because, you know, I, I had been wanting to get into film, but I had, you know, only maybe done some extra work and that was it. And so like when I saw the audition notice for Terrifier, I mean, I knew it was a low budget independent film. So I was like, well, who knows what this will become? I, I was like, well, you know, this will be a great experience this will be something I can add to my reel. This will be, you know, finally I get some on-camera experience and I can learn, you know, how a set works and all that kind of stuff. And and if this goes anywhere, great. <laughs> but, you know, 
I, I didn't expect this though. This is this is totally unexpected. Well, I think I, you're in the right area for sure. Horror is <laughs> probably I gotta say it's my top genre. I, I love horror for sure. And oh, it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> do it like uh like he was saying earlier. Uh, uh he started the uh, haunted house. Was it 13, 14 years ago now? 13. Is it 13? Um, I was, what, eight years old when we started, and he's just (laughs) been a big inspiration to the horror life and just getting into it. And he's he actually showed me Terrifier, got me into watching all these horror movies ever since I was a kid. And... Oh man, it just it just draws me in, and the, uh, like we were saying, it like uh, the horror community being a family. It's so true. You get to see these monsters that are playing all these beefy, scary characters, and then when you go and meet them, yeah. they're like the nicest people that you'll ever meet in your life, and it's amazing. Oh, so true. It is so true. It's like you know, because that's the thing. It's like uh, you see those guys who like you know Kane Hodder and C.J. Graham and uh, R.A. and you know, all. All, all of them, you know, Bill Mosley, you see, you, see, you see them play these scary, batshit, crazy characters on screen. And you're like, oh, God, what are they going to be like in real life? Oh, my yeah. God. They're so intimidating, you know. It's like, <laughs> And they're just like the biggest teddy bears in real life. Yeah. So chill, laid back. It's just like, I mean, I mean, like, Kane is strong as an ox. Don't get me wrong. Oh, my God. He, he could just, like, <laughs> flick me and I'd go flying across the room. But he's he's such a funny laid back guy, and he's always just hanging out at the bar, you know, after the convention with the fans and chilling out with them and stuff like that. You know, Bill's just a cool laid back guy, just absolutely adore Bill. You know, um, it's, just, it's all of them. They're just I, there hasn't really been anybody I've met, you know, of all these uh, horror icons that are you know dicks. They're all just really cool people in real life. Yeah. I'm like. You know, like Felissa Rose is like, oh my god, I I consider her my con mom. Yeah, she's like, she just took me under her wing when we did our first convention together. She's like, I'm introducing you to everybody, so you because you know, that I I am so nervous about you know introducing myself to other actors. You know, I don't want to. I can be so awkward at times, and I'm like, and she just made it so much. She's like, oh hey, this is David, and blah blah blah, and I'm like, like thank you so much for breaking the ice. <laughs> Reminds yeah. me of uh, how, how I met your mother. Have you met? Uh, have you met Ted? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It it it, it does wonders because like you know, especially Felissa, she's such a personable person. She's just like you know, she just everybody knows her, everybody loves her. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. I remember when we met her there at Mad Monster, and mm-hmm. she had been in the photo op the first night with mm-hmm. Kane Hodder and D Wallace, they did a special Friday the 13th thing. Yeah. And it, it was weird at the beginning of the photo op, they were doing something different where it was just mm-hmm. Kane in the picture. And then at the end, it was all of them. And so we were last in line. So we actually got everybody in. Oh, wow. And, and then when we went up to meet Felissa at her table, she hadn't seen the picture yet and asked mm-hmm. me if I had it. And I was like, yeah, here you go. You know, showing her. And she was just so excited about it. And she's like, can I sign it? 
Like, <laughs> like sure, bro. <laughs> Go right ahead. She was, this is my gift to you. Ah, that was that like, sounds oh. like her. She's, she's just, just uh, awesome. she's such a sweet, thoughtful person. I just absolutely adore her. Absolutely adore her. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see her again. It's just like, ah, oh, I miss her so much. <laughs> yeah, hopefully all, like the all these people. I just miss everybody. Yeah. All the COVID stuff, I hope it goes away soon. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, the good thing is I'm like, I'm almost finished getting vaccinated. I go for my second dose on the 30th. So like once I'm, you know, fully vaccinated, I'm like, let's go. Get out. <laughs> yeah, because I, I've got like already about 10 conventions lined up for uh, starting in July. So I'm like, let's go. Let's go. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I miss the world. <laughs> yeah. So do you got uh oh we actually have some uh some questions from our listeners uh that they oh, sent in to us. Yeah, and they were pretty excited. So I think he's got the list. Yeah, I made sure I printed out the list. Sweet. So this is Wyatt from Moses Lake. He asks How did you feel after filming for the movie? For the first one, um, I I felt <laughs> strangely enough why I felt a little bit relieved because it was long periods, of, you know, like long shoot days and stuff like that in the winter and cold. So I was just like, ah, there was a like, little bit of relief that it was finally, you know, we finally finished it because it, it, you know, it's, it wasn't easy, not easy at all. It's it's, it's kind of you know could be miserable at times with the environments that we were in, but. It was seeing it all brought to life was very exciting. It's one thing to see like, you know, the little bits that you film, but when you see it all edited together, that was very exciting. It's like, oh, wow, you made me look like a badass. <laughs> <laughs> there were times I'm like, I, this, I, I feel so ambi-pamby doing things. It's like, even like when you have to swing a weapon, you can't really swing it at full speed because the camera really won't pick it up as well. So you kind of have to swing it a little bit slower than you. So you feel a little bit weak. <laughs> You're like, I feel so weak. How's this going to look right? And they're like, oh, wow, that looks cool. Ooh. It's all about the other person selling the reaction to the hit. You know, it's like, oh, okay, that worked. That worked. Okay, that, that's good. That's good. But yeah, so, you know, it was, it was a good feeling. It was, it was a feeling of relief that we, we did what we set out to do. Because it was, it was, you know, it was, it, we, we were a very low budget film. We we made it on fifty thousand dollars. Oh wow! So it's, wow. It, yeah, it's it's it shows the talent of the, the crew and you know the cast and everybody involved and the dedication that we all put into it. So it was it was that feeling Definitely. of relief that we we created something really cool. And then like part two, and I'm like, woo, let's go back. <laughs> it, it, it's been fun. But we, of course, there, there were some nights though on part two, like long nights. I, I think there was one night where I was almost on set for a whole entire day, like 24 hours. It was just very, we had so much to get through. And it was a, a location where it was very cold and damp. And it, it, was, it wasn't just me. I, I felt even more sorry for my co-star, Lauren Lavera, because like the costume she's wearing, if you've seen the pictures, it's this Valkyrie costume. It's basically next to nothing. Yeah. So I'm like, I knew I was cold. I know she was even that much more miserable than I was. Yeah. And she was just as tired, if not more so, because she's having to, you know, it's 
it's one thing being the killer it takes a lot of energy out of you doing all the you know the fighting but when you also have to show you know you like fright when you're, you're supposed to be scared the whole entire time it's, it's emotionally draining it's in addition to you know, physically draining oh man it's just like I, I was feeling more sorry for her than i was for myself <laughs> 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 but like we we you know it's like but that's what we would tell ourselves during that whole thing was like you know this as much as this is uncomfortable right now it's going to be worth it in the long run you, that little bit of suffering you have to do in that moment is going to be worth it because this is going to last forever what we capture on film right uh, see here kelly asks how do you get into the mindset of your character I do that very easily now because uh, I understand the character in my head so I can just slip in and out of it so I don't have to do any of that method acting stuff. Yeah, mm. I think my co-stars are very grateful for that. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I can just turn it on, turn it off. I might need like two, three seconds just to get it into my head, but you know, that's all I need. But um, I, I basically, how I when I realized who the character was, I, I just kind of how I summed him up in my head. He's like the evil version of Mr. Bean or the bastard child of Harpo Marx and Freddy Krueger. <laughs> and it's like, he does this, I, I kind of like, you know, to sum him up, he's, he's a guy that, you know, he's the anti-clown. He, you know, clowns are there to entertain people and bring joy and happiness to people. He's there to entertain himself by bringing misery to others. And so that's, that's all I keep in my head. I'm just like, okay. It's like, I'm having fun killing people. <laughs> just like, <laughs> so like we i'm disemboweling you this is a crappy day for you but i'm having a blast <laughs> like, yeah so it, it's it's fun it's just like that's uh, that's all i do and so like in between takes i'm usually goofing around cracking jokes just to try to keep things light on set and everything like that so i i, I think that's probably a weird thing for my co-stars one second i'm like stab 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 then i'm like they say cut i'm like oh Oh my god, are you okay? Are you okay? And they're like, I'm okay. I'm like, okay, <laughs> fart jokes. <laughs> <laughs> and then back to stab, stab, stab. Take two. That's awesome. <laughs> oh yeah, it's just the full gamut I go. I, I take them on a, a ride, I guess. There's <laughs> probably so much, so much, you know, behind the scenes footage of me just doing crazy things. So who knows? I'd love to see that. Oh, yeah. Christopher asks, what is your favorite horror kill that is not your own? Oh, my favorite horror kill that's not my <laughs> own. Gosh, that's that's a tough one. I, I mean, I, I know like one, a, a good one that's up there is, you know, the, the Victor Crowley face split. I think that's just an incredible, just like, oh, God, that's just the, the, yeah. the, the 360 pan and all this. It's so well shot. That's such a good kill to watch but i i think it, it, with creativity i i because i like creative kills you know it's like it's i, I think that's why freddy krueger's my man i think he's got some the freddy's you know he's it, infinite possibilities with freddy with kills because he's you know the dream universe you can do anything yeah. you want to and so i i think but my favorite one of them is the marionette kill and, and Dream Warriors. I think that is just such a cool idea for a kill. And the, how, you know, just especially with, you know, 
just drops him off the the bell tower I'm like but you know leads him up there as like a puppet on the strings and using the muscle and the sinew for the strings and uh it's it's so oh it's such a cool kill to me it is that's one of my favorites from freddy yeah. as well it's just very creative such a creative kill Let's see terrence asks what are your biggest challenges you faced Um, probably, oh God, I mean, deal is, it's probably going to get real here for a second. If it's this, it goes back to my mom's death uh, with cancer that, that put me down a very dark path in my life. And I, I was de very depressed and very angry for a few years there. And that's when I was doing my internships in the schools and I went back for my uh, internship and it was a year after my mom passed away. I had this horrible falling out with this girl I was crazy about in college. And then I go back for my internship in a month's time. My dog died. My grandmother died. A friend of mine committed suicide. And my sister married a homeless man who is now in prison for molesting little girls. I just didn't trust the guy from the get-go. Now I see why. But it's just like I was I was just, just such a deep downward spiral. And... I, I was just very unhappy. I was, I was, you know, su suicidal at times. I, I, I did contemplate suicide, and that was the first time I, I also did that in um, middle school due to all the bullying and everything like that. And and I, I, that the hardest thing for me was to realize I did have a problem there, and I need to do something. And I'm like, hey, instead of getting into drugs and alcohol like a lot of people do, I, I. I was like, no, this, my mom would be so disappointed in me if I did something like that. Or if I did commit suicide, she would be disappointed in me if I did something like that. She wanted me to live. She wanted me to, in, that, in our final conversation with each other, she's, um, she, she parted, I think the best advice she ever gave me was, um, don't do what you think you have to do with your life. Life is too short not to do the things you want to do. So go out and do what you want to do with your life. And that hit me when I was in my internship, when, like I said, with my kids, when I was entertaining them with story time. And I was like, I, I, it clicked. And I'm like, this is what I want to do. I want to, you know, bring happiness. I want to you know, make people laugh and, you know, entertain people. And it, 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 was, it was a hard thing to, because it was a very uncertain future that I was setting before me. Mm -hmm. I'm one of these people I like to plan everything yeah. out and I, I like to have a plan and teaching I had a plan I, especially as, as a male there's always going to be jobs for men in teaching because they always want to have men in that field especially as a father figure for a lot of kids that don't have father figures yeah. and and acting there's not that that you know that um, certainty that you can make a living doing this and so it's scary because you know, it's also scary to take yourself out of that comfort zone. I was, I was a big fish in a small pond in my community theater. And I, I was like, no, if I, if I ever want to actually live up to what my mom really wanted me to do with my life, I have to leave all of this behind. I have to take a big, huge risk, scary as it is, and move to it one of the biggest cities in the world and pursue a career that there's no certainty in it. 
Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. And that was probably the hardest thing for me because I had to live, leave all these people I loved, had to leave my family behind, you know, had to break up with the girl that I was with. And it was just like, I was like, I have to do this for myself. And, and it, 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 and I, I, it's, it worked though. And I, I always say like, you know, theater saved me. It saved me in middle school and it saved me that other time. And I was going down that path is because yeah, I threw myself into it. That's how I dealt with, you know, all the, the darkness and everything. I would just put it on stage. I'll play villains and I put it into the characters or what other, other characters I had. And it was therapy for me. Wow. Do you have any advice to give kids in school going through the same thing that you did? I would say just find things that bring you joy and concentrate on those things. Because I, I, I remember hearing, you know, people back then, it's like, you know, this doesn't, this is only temporary. This is not going to be forever. And they were right. But, you know, it, when you're at that age, it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case. So you're like, oh, this is just now. This is how it's always going to be. Yeah. And so you, you, you have to, you know, it's like you just tough it out. It's as hard as that is. But, you know, find ways to find the happiness in things that bring, bring joy to you, even though you're dealing with those horrible things. And though if someone is bullying you, you know, sometimes you have to stand up for yourself. Yeah, but also yeah. let, you know, those in charge know what's going on. Don't keep it, you know, don't keep that to yourself. That's one thing I was very grateful for that. My parents knew I was being bullied and they took an active role in you know, helping me. They got me into therapy and everything like that. And, and you know, that's also why they pushed me to do on theater. They're like, well, this is, this is something you enjoy doing. Why don't you do more of this? This brings you happiness. And so, yeah. So, you know, and, they were right. It didn't last forever. And it, it, it was, oddly enough, when I went back, for, I had my high school reunion a few years ago, my 20th reunion. And that was the most satisfying thing for me. I tell you, <laughs> it was just like, it was, it was like a, about a month after Terrifier came out on um, Netflix. And so it was, it was fresh. And I go in there and it was, it's what you see in every movie where, you know, the geek comes back and all of a sudden they're the cool kid. <laughs> it <laughs> was like the most satis- it was so freaking satisfying because, like, you know, I saw all those people that would like push me around and tease me and everything back in high school. They got fat. <laughs> they, they you know the girls that would give me the time of day they got wrinkly because they've been out tanning so much so all those years of tanning and they they looked like they were like 20 years older than i was and i was like this is sad and and it's always the you know those those cool kids you know the jocks and everything like they they never left my hometown in alabama that's that was that was their glory days and I, I saw them at the reunion. They're all just trying to relive their glory days. That's when they That's peaked sad. in life. And I noticed, like, my friends that were at the reunion, all of us moved away. And all of us did really cool things with our lives. And we were the geeks back in the day. And we, we come back, and it, it was like this weird realization we had when we were at this uh, table at a bar afterwards with a bunch of the alumni. Everybody was there, and so we're sitting at the table with the same cheerleaders that wouldn't give us the time of day. And we even sat down at the table, and they kind of all looked 
down at us like who are these people <laughs> and i'm like but you hear them they're all just like stay-at-home moms and they're all they had never left huntsville alabama Oh, wow. And they're like, oh, yeah, she works for like a big shot politician in D.C. She works for this big, huge Fortune 500 company in Los Angeles. I'm, you know, doing movies. This, <laughs> it's just like, yeah, guys are kind of the sad ones. Like, why are you looking down at us? We're not looking down at you in that way. We're just kind of like, wow, this is kind of sad that you kind of still are stuck in that mentality of high school. And I think that's what was kind of satisfying about it all. It's like, wow, yeah, I, I, I actually did some cool stuff. And that's why, that's why I want you know these people that are being bullied, like find the things that you enjoy doing, and and, and focus on those things because you might be able to turn that into a fantastic career one day, yeah. doing it. And <clears throat> you might be able to show those those people up one day that were bullying you. You never know. But I, you know, I didn't go into that reunion going, "Huh, huh, look at me, look at me." Yeah. I, I, it like, I was just like, "Hey, nice to see you, you all." <laughs> it's just like, "Yeah, come see my movie." In the back of my head, I'm like, "Ha, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> like, Especially this one girl. I have to tell this story because it's like, like one of my friends, uh, his name's Jeffrey. I've known him since we were little kids, and kind of always his protector because he. he he has some physical deformities and he has some, um, you know, uh, he, he's mentally and physically handicapped in some ways. And, and my sister's the same way. And, and so I was always his protector and he always got made fun of. And he, he's at the reunion and he's like, hey, Dave, can you bring some autographs with you? I'm like, yeah, sure. So I brought my autographs and my, my, my pictures and stuff like that. So I'm over there and and I'm signing some autographs for him and some other people at the table. And this one girl that was like one of the, the cheerleaders back in the day, you could tell time had not been nice to her. And she, she comes over to me and she's like, and she just had that still that high school mentality. Like, Oh, what are you doing over here? This like this condescending, like bitchy attitude. Oh. And I just look up at her. I'm like, Oh, I'm signing autographs. Yeah. And she's like, Really? For what? I'm like, oh, it's for this, this movie I'm in that just came out and stuff. And she's like, oh, wait, I've seen that. That's on Netflix, isn't it? I'm like, mm-hmm. She's like, wait, are you in that? I'm like, yeah. It's like, who are you? And I'm like, I'm the clown. And she's like, oh, my God. <laughs> total change of personality. She's like, oh, my God, I am such and such and so-and-so. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't. Because we had a class of 400. I still remembered her, but it was just kind of like, <laughs> I just, I had to do it. I was like, I'm sorry, you are who again? That's awesome. <laughs> she was like, you know, like the homecoming court, all that kind of stuff. She was like the hot shit girl back in the day. And it was just like, I just had to like, kind of just, <laughs> I, I couldn't resist that. Like my, my friend, when she walks away, he was just like, Oh my God, that was so awesome. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I kind of love doing that. That felt good. <laughs> Not gonna lie. It's like, how dare I? But that, that was one of those, those things. But it was like, it was, it was very interesting just seeing how the, the attitudes of, you know, some, I, I actually even had some people apologize to me for, you know, making fun of me back in high school and middle school. Like we're so sorry we gave you a hard time. 
Wow. You know, so, and it wasn't like just because of like what I was doing now. It's like I think they just finally grew up. Yeah. It it's had good. that realization. Yeah. That was very good. So, yeah, you just never know. It's like those people that, you know, might be bullying you at one point in your life, you know, who knows what they're going to become one day. They might actually become really good people. Or they might be like one of the guys I know that bullied me. He's in jail. He's on, uh, you know, in jail for life for murder. Shit. <laughs> it's just like, wow. But it's like, yeah, just live your own life and, like, screw the haters. It's like, yeah. that's, that's all that matters to what you, what you do, what brings you joy, what brings you happiness. Yeah. As long as it's in a, in a healthy and, you know, productive way. That's good advice. That. That's really good advice. Kind of sounds like what we try to do at our haunted house with the kids. Yeah. Give them a constructive outlet for their anger yeah. and aggression. That's a good thing to do. It's a good thing to do. It's not you know, just for the bullies, but also for the bullied. Because you know, I know I had a lot of aggression I had to let out because of being bullied. Because mm -hmm. I couldn't let it out there in school because I didn't want to get in trouble. Yeah. So, yeah. That's where a haunted house is kind of a great place because you get to scare the crap out of oh, everybody. It's so and much fun. Nobody even knows it's you if you're. Yeah. You might even scare it. the crap out of your bully. Yep. <laughs> we've done. And then you we've get had... to see them scream like a little baby. And you're like, ah, <laughs> I made him pee in his pants. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, but Code Brown. The Code Brown over here and Bruce. We we've had people shit themselves in the haunted yep. house. <laughs> as out. much as it sucks, but it's, at the same time you're like, yes. yeah. We have a little oh, yeah. little tally board out front <laughs> and radios. Line. Oh, that's fantastic! If so, oh, I, I I did a few haunted houses back in the day, especially in college with my fraternity, and those that was just so much fun. I love scaring people. It's so much fun. It is quite the adrenaline rush. It is, and it's so funny at times, too, the reactions you'll get. It's, it's, it, I, I love especially just seeing big, huge guys become like children all of a sudden. They just, just <laughs> hiding behind their tiny like, girlfriend. Oh, my God, it's hysterical. <laughs> especially when you hear like like the high-pitched screams come out of them. That is the best. It's just like, you, you, yes. The guy looks like he, he could be in you know, you know, WWE or something like that. And you just hear this like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> like oh. It's like, what, do you inhale Chris Tucker or something? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great. I love that. It's just so much fun. So much fun. So I, I don't usually go through haunted houses because I'm the type of person where like I instinctually punch or kick. Nice. We've had that happen. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to be on like TMZ like Art the Clown punches out another clown in a haunted house. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. Taking out the competition. If you did that in our haunted house, whoever the actor was would be proud. Oh, yeah. I was like, I got punched by art. I lost a tooth. <laughs> they would wear that as a badge. Yeah. Badge yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it's fun. Because I, I, I've gone through a few of them. They even have to warn the actors, like, don't jump out at him. He might punch you. It's <laughs> 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 like, yeah, I'm sorry. It's just that, that instinct. It's just Flight like, or ah. fight. Yeah, it's like, it's like my, my, my roommate 
likes to jump out at me a lot and he he's a big guy so i know like i have to actually pull back and i'm like i don't punch because i'm like i have to like oh no no (laughs) the other day he jumped out at me he was hiding behind the door and he was on the floor and i kind of almost kicked him in the face out of instinct i'm like oh i almost kicked you in the face (laughs) i think it's there at the same time I, I scream and laugh at the same time when someone scares me because I, I think it's hysterical. At the same time, I'm scared. It's it's, it's a weird reaction you get out of me. I'm like this. I I do. I can sit there and watch videos of people getting scared all night. I also sometimes go on like those YouTube diets where I just watch it. Video after pe- video of people being scared in haunted houses and stuff like that. I uh, so I, I also do my YouTube channel, my normal one, and I do horror games, and I mm-hmm. scares the living shit out of me. And I'll just fetal position uh, a couple of the jump scares. Uh, there's there's a there's a couple um that I did like the Taiwanese horror game that I did called Home Sweet Home, and oh. there's this chick. And she literally, the suspense is so amazing in this game. She she just has this uh, box cutter knife, and she's just going through the hallways, just opening and closing. And all you hear is the zzz, 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 just up and down. And she'll open up the, your locker, whatever you're hiding in, she'll pull you out, and yeah, you're dead. <laughs> wow. Yeah, there's a wow. There's a lot of awesome video games that that are like that. That a oh, lot yeah. of fun. <laughs> I like oh, the yeah. rush. I mean, I, I know, like, you know, the, the Resident Evil 2 remake. Oh, my God. You know, Mr. X made my butt pucker. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I usually don't scream when I'm playing a game, but I remember there was this one moment where he was chasing me up to the clock tower safe house room. And I knew that was a safe house, a safe room. So I'm, like, running there. And then there was a zombie uh, right next to a pillar, and I didn't know the zombie was there. And so he jumps out, and and I, I just I screamed and threw my controller across the room. Like, ah! And of course, Mr. X catches up on me and kills me. So I was like, God oh, damn it! <laughs> oh man, it was. But, but how they handled Mr. X in that game was just so well done with just that 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 fear because you could just hear him pounding. You could hear him just walking down, and then he disappears and. You're walking down a hallway, and all of a sudden, you just see the door open, and he just comes in. You're like, oh, God, no, run, 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 run. <laughs> oh, my God, it was it's so good. I, I I don't want know what it is, but it, it just seems like, you know, both in video games and just in movies, it just seems like the, 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 the not just Japanese, but just the Asian market in general, like South Korea, China, Japan, they, they're so good with horror. It's just... Oh. They are. I, I I just finally watched Train uh, to Busan the other night, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's like one of the best zombie movies I have seen." Hmm. I haven't seen that. It's one yet. definitely the best. It's definitely the best zombie movie I've seen in the past ten years. Wow, it is so good. You have to watch it. I, it, I could I rented it on Amazon for ninety nine cents. Oh, wow, it's totally worth it. Totally worth. It. I would I would easily pay twenty dollars to see that in the theater. Oh, it's so good. It's so well done. Yeah, putting that on the list. (laughs) Yeah, if you want to see a good zombie movie, watch Train to Busan. I I kid you not. You'll have to check it out. 
Yeah, yeah there's definitely. some talks that they might they might try to remake that here, but I hope they don't. I'm like, no, don't, don't, don't remake that. You, no. you will not make it nearly as good as what they did. Yeah, I, I hate it when they go and they take a good movie and they remake it, and then it's nowhere near as good. Yeah, well, it's, oh, kinda... it's such a simple. It's a, such a simple concept. It's just this: uh, a zombie plague breaks out while these this guy is trying to bring his daughter. To see uh, her mom on her birthday on the train, and, and all this Ooh. shit happens. It's just—it's so simple in concept, but so well done. Now, isn't there a prequel to that? An animated prequel? Well, there might I be. Think it's. Yeah. I came across it the other day. I, I haven't watched it, but I saw it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. That wouldn't surprise if they did like an anime or something like that. Yeah. Just like show you how the outbreak happened or something like that. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's on Shutter. Yeah, it's so good though. Oh, it's such a good movie. <laughs> check that out. Watch it. Yeah. Yeah. The only I think the only scary thing about uh, animation or uh, what is it the live action adaptations of anime uh, like anime or animations in general. It's it's so hard to do because it's like you you see do you guys remember Dragon Ball when that when that came out oh, that was horrible it's so horrible. bad oh my god it's because they try to do you know seasons worth of stories in a two hour movie right like the last Airbender but, oh good god I that know. was a bastardization of a movie i was just like no 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 i remember i was oh remember being a kid and you just hear what they called uh well they were like ong and it was like no it's ang no it's ang <laughs> <laughs> it's like how can you mess that up it's so simple it's just it's, oh man because that series was so well done. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It was one of my favorites. So good. So, that was something I did not expect to like nearly as much as I did. I was like, oh, my God, this is well done. Because, oh, okay, it's on Nickelodeon. It's not, I don't know. And I watched, like, the first episode. I'm like, okay, I am hooked. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was told that uh, the original creators for the show are trying to do a live action ab- adaptation not so like the actual people that created all the characters and everything are going to be in charge of doing it and they said well we're going to make it right and they're going to do a live yeah. action tv show of the last airbender on netflix oh interesting so okay. that I, I i'll watch it just because yeah. they're making it but i i'm very skeptical of yeah. when people try to make an anime into live action oh yeah it's just like cuz you can do is it's there's just so much you could do with animation. I was like, you know, that you can never do a one piece live action. Yeah. That's just like, it's just, it's so over the top, you know, especially with, you know, the different powers people have. It's just like, that would just look so hokey uh, with live action. But like in anime, when it's animated, you like, you totally buy into it. Like, oh, of course, yeah, you can stretch his arms out and do all this kind of crazy stuff. Yeah. Totally buy that. Can you imagine <laughs> Seven Deadly Sins being live action? Oh my God, no. That'd be so bad. <laughs> oh my god, no! It's like they, 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 especially with the proportions of the women, right. like, they would just be falling over. <laughs> too top heavy. <laughs> yeah, way too top heavy. Way too top heavy. It's like ah, <laughs> so many. Back 
<laughs> I have to wear this for how long? <laughs> yeah. Good God. Back brace. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the one thing that's so funny about the, the all these different animes. Just like the proportion of women is just like, my God, that's unrealistic. <laughs> uh, I love anime, though. Oh, not, yeah, not, not fun. because of that. Just oh yeah, just... yeah. I'm waiting for the blood to start shooting out of your nose now. Damn it! You caught me. <laughs> oh man. Uh, did did we have any other questions for from any of the people? I have one more. Ooh. It's from Isaiah. He asks. What was your favorite scene that was done involving little to no CGI? Uh, in, I'm guessing this is like period in all movies or just Terrifier. If, if this is just Terrifier, I will say it's the pizzeria scene. I just had so much fun doing that scene. See every facet of the character. You see, it, 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 you understand the character with that scene. And it's just it was just fun. Plus, we were inside and it was heated and we had a bathroom I could use. And... <laughs> <laughs> So it was, it was nice. It's nice not having to use an outhouse in a cold building. You were like, score! <laughs> yeah. But if I'm going to say the best movie scene I've seen without... See Excuse me, I had a hiccup. <laughs> um, the best uh, non-CG like practical effects scene I would definitely say would be the um, I would say the, uh, the the werewolf transformation in American Werewolf in London. Ooh. I, I just that is amazing That's, scene. It is. I mean, you you can't beat that transformation. That's the best werewolf transformation you will ever see in a movie. People have tried, and they've done it, of course, so many times with CG. It never looks nearly as good as that did. Yeah, it's just so incredible. It's just the face stretching out and elongating the hands, just all that. It's just so cool. It's amazing. It and when I was a kid, I went to Universal Studios, and they at one point had this whole uh, special effects tour that you could go on, and they actually showed you how they did that effect. Oh, wow. That tour, and it was, I was like, oh, my God. And I was like 13 at the time. I thought it was the coolest thing. <laughs> it's like, I, That'd that, be... that was actually all puppetry and all that. I was like, that is so cool. Oh, man. Hey, I to... think between that one and the howling... Those are my mm -hmm. two favorite werewolf transformations. Yeah, I yeah. I gotta say, to that the 2010 Wolfman didn't do too bad though. Mm -hmm. For I mean, it wasn't practical effects; it was CGI. But yeah. it, I, I saw what they were trying to go for. It was similar, I, but eh. this is it's practical. It's just like practical effects is the way. Nine times out of ten, will look better than CG. Yeah. It's just, it's because it's for one, I think it's like the brain has that automatic disconnect when it just, even though you're not, you know, consciously thinking that CG, there's that subconscious disconnect or like, oh, that's CG. So you don't totally buy into it being as real as it would be, you know, seeing something actually done with prosthetics or, you know, live actions. Like, yeah, you know, I always think of, I like to use, uh, for reference, you know, the, um, scene from Raiders of the Lost Ark where Indy falls down into the pit of snakes and he's face to face with all those snakes. That was real. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they had a sheet of plexiglass in, in between him and the snakes, but still, 
that was real. And you're like, oh, you just kind of, oh, God. Yeah. It's like, those are not CG snakes. Those are real snakes. And he's right there with them. (laughs) They're, and they're rearing up and it's just like, oh, God. That's, yep. You just, you can't mimic that, especially with blood. CGI blood pisses me off. It, It just, it never looks good. It never looks right. Yeah. Especially mm-hmm. when it's like when it's pulling out like on a shirt or something like that. You can always tell when it's CG. And so they're just I guess they're trying to, you know, save wardrobe so they don't have to, you know, keep cleaning a costume every time they have to do a blood splatter or something like that for multiple takes, but it just doesn't look as good. It's just Yeah. It's the oof, God, I'm like I I, I mean, ugh. like I I think of like, you know, the the uh, Evil Dead series that they did. There's this like, one episode where uh, there's this, like this constant blood geyser that's just going off of Bruce Campbell's face for like <laughs> at least thirty seconds for a minute. That was real. They did that. I'm like, and I, I when I watched, it, I was like, oh, first of all, my first thought was like, oh god, that had been a horrible day on set for him. <laughs> like, what a bitch. But second, you know. I was like, God, that looks amazing. Because it's just like, it just keeps going and going. And you wouldn't have gotten the same reactions out of him if that was CG blood. Yeah, no. You, you don't, your body just reacts differently when it's actually being hit with spray from something versus like having to pretend you're getting hit by it. Yeah. How was it filming the hacksaw scene? Cold. Very cold. <laughs> it was twenty degrees, I think, that night. Oh, jeez. Yeah, we didn't have any any heat in there. Doing this, that, that scene with Catherine, I mean, that was that was a brutal night because it was a very dangerous thing we were doing because we were really hanging her upside down like that, and she was oh. like that for several hours. We would, I mean, we would have to shoot thirty seconds at a time and then swing her back up and let her rest because it's dangerous for a human being to be upside down for longer than that. And it, it was it was a very stressful night on set because we knew what we were doing was very dangerous and we were all very uncomfortable, especially Catherine. I mean. She's having to expose herself like that in such a manner, vulnerable state, in a room full of men, and it's 20 degrees, and she's covered in blood, and it's just oh, miserable, miserable. So, you know, that was like the one night we weren't joking around and doing all the crazy stuff on set because we knew how, how dangerous this was and how uncomfortable it was for her, and so we wanted to make her as comfortable as possible. But, um, you know, the 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 time when I got to come back and actually cut through the dummy. That was fun. <laughs> that was a lot of fun because I actually got to use the hacksaw and go through that, that prosthetic. But I, I will say it, there was one part where it wasn't fun because it's the intestines because we were supposed to film all that two weeks prior, but we had a flood in that room and we didn't want to electrocute hmm. Catherine and myself, of course, but they were more worried about her, <laughs> obviously. Because you know she's hooked up to this metal thing, so there's like that's a <laughs> no bad idea. But uh, we had the intestines ready to go that night. And it was just you know sausage casings with fat stuffed in them. But uh, two weeks we couldn't film, and so our, our our DP took him home with him, but he forgot to put him in the refrigerator. He just oh, left him no. in his garage, and he thought, well, the garage is cold in the winter, so it'll be fine. No, 
Oh. So we open them up and we're just like, oh god, <laughs> just the smell from those things. Is cool. Uh, it's it's a good thing we weren't running sound that night because you just heard everybody just. Because <laughs> at one point when I was cutting through it, I accidentally cut into one of the intestines and everything just came spilling out of it. It was just like, oh yeah. god. Oh it's just man. The smell that greeted my my, my senses. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like okay let, let's hurry up let's hurry up okay did we get it did we get it we got it okay good good oh <laughs> <laughs> it's like, there there there's some times on terror fair too where i was kind of glad they weren't running sound too because i'm having to deal with some you know prosthetics that we're having to deal with you know because you know you sometimes have to use you know chicken guts and stuff like that and it just it's not the most fun thing to deal with. It's just like, oh, this is gross. <laughs> this is it's cold and gross. This is so I'm like I'm over there and thank God it's just like the the, the camera's just on my hands or whatever because I'm up there going, oh God, oh, <laughs> gross. <laughs> 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 But you just see my hands, it looks like, oh, he's having fun. But I'm just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And then they're cut. I'm like, can I wash my hands now, please? <laughs> they're just so sticky and cold and gross. It's like, oh. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, yeah, I probably sound like such a wimp <laughs> if they were hearing what was really going on. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be oh, the same way. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm agreeing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what can we what? expect to see Terrifier 2? Uh, we're hoping to release it by Halloween. Like, it's Ooh. in post-production right now. So Damien's pretty... I, I, I'd say he's about three-fourths of the way done editing the film. So it's a, I've, I've gotten to see a lot of it so far, and it, it's looking good. Nice. I'm Will that be excited. on Netflix as well? Don't know. Depends on what what we do with distribution. I mean, we have to like start shopping it around to distributor uh, dis distributors. Uh, English hard. Um, yeah, like once once everything's edited, we're gonna start shopping around. Of course, like you know, Dread Central gets first, you know, dibs and stuff like that because of contracts and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But you know, who knows? It just depends whoever gives us the best offer. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we at least want to put it back on Netflix again. Yeah. I'm, I don't think we would be able to release this in theaters nationwide. Just the content matter would be, you know, it would be NC-17 for sure. <laughs> yeah, so that's like, I mean, Yeah, because I, I, I would love it if we could, like, take it, like, you know, theaters, like, do, like, like a one-night showing or something like that, and take it on, like, a road tour, like, kind of like what Kevin Smith did with uh, the awesome. last Jane Silent Bob movie. Yeah, that, that would be, because it's, like, something you want to see with a big group of people for sure. Yeah, definitely. I know we would yeah. be there. I mean, I would love it. Mm -hmm. I would absolutely love it if we could release it in theaters nationwide. That would be amazing. But I'm also being realistic because, you know, it's like if we did that, they would probably want us to make massive cuts to a lot of kills. And we don't mm -hmm. want to do that to the fans because it's like, yeah, mm -hmm. that's what the can't the fans left to see are the kills of these things. And the kills, I, I we took it as a challenge to ourselves to try to, you know, outdo the hacksaw scene kill. That's so, a hard yeah. one. 
It is. We're like, we were like, oh shit, did we set the bar too high for ourselves from the get go? <laughs> but <laughs> it's a fun challenge, at least to take on, though. Like, okay, let's swing for the fences with these kills, then let's go on all out for them. So that's what we've done. And, I, and, and like, while we've been on set, because like Damien's been working on this other film stream with me, and so he's, you know, he he's doing all the practical effects for that. So you know, the practical effects of stream are going to be really great too. But you know, when he's not doing you know, not when he, when he's not having to make people up on set, he's, you know, on the side editing. And so he'll sometimes come out and he's like, Hey guys, I got a new, a new scene. Anybody want to watch it? And, and we'll have different, like, you know, horror actors on set too. And he's like, he wants to hear everybody's reactions. And then, so he'll, he'll show it to like people like Jeffrey Combs or something like that. And because they'll give, you know, genuine critiques and, and, and it's so far everybody's been like oh my god this is gonna be crazy that's so, awesome yeah so it's it's we're we're, we're stoked to release this to everybody because it, it's a fun movie oh my god it's, it's it's i i i like this film better than the first one by far i i think it's a superior film i it's it's more fun it's the kills are bigger and crazier i think it's just it's got a you know better plot it's definitely more story oriented this time around and this uh the heroine i think everybody's gonna fall in love with sienna this character it's just like she's great it's a it's a character that damien has had in his head for i i think even longer than he has had art in his head no oh, wow. he's been wow. wanting to bring this character to life she's a very sarah connor ellen ripley type character so it's just like she's such a badass but you see her become the badass in this movie that's what's kind of fun about her it's just like oh yeah it's just like the when the two of them come together, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's oh god, I I can't wait for people to see this thing because it's just like I, 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 one thing we set out to do was just like have started off with a bang and end it with a bang because that's what people remember about movies or the beginning of the endings. Yep, and that's what we do. I'd like the I I'll say like the last third of the movie is just a roller coaster ride. I'm excited. It's, it's do oh, we get to learn more about art's history? A little bit more, yeah. I mean, like we're, we we like to, you know, think our audience is smart. We we don't want we like to like we don't want to just give exposition to everybody. We like to let people figure things out for themselves. And that, so you know, we we drop hints here or there, but we don't flat out just say everything who art is and where he comes from, why he does what he does, and everything like that. We we leave it up to people to build their own interpretation. I love that. I yeah. do too. Yeah. It's just, I think it's fun that way. It's like, and I enjoy seeing all the different theories people come up with. Just the ones I've seen so far. And it's like, I, I'm sure there are going to be so many more theories after part two. <laughs> and I'm excited yeah. about seeing them. Probably go on Reddit and find all of them. <laughs> all oh, the yeah. crazy people. <laughs> Oh, it's fun. It's fun. Because there have already been theories that people put out just from the, the teaser trailer. And, I'm, and, like, and I've been amazed. Some, like, there have been some of them where people have figured things out that we didn't even show in the trailer. And I'm like, wow, these people are in tune with what we're, we're going for here. Hmm. Which is, wow. but I'm like, at the same time, okay, because it's like, it's stuff that I'm like, okay, this would not be immediately obvious to people but like i guess we're you know we're tapping into what people want i guess you could say so like oh wow okay they're going to be very happy with this film then 
Good. Are there going to be more? We would love to. We would love to um, at least make a third one. I mean, I, I think that's what Damien's wanted to do the whole entire time. He's had like a trilogy in mind. But he doesn't want to just keep doing sequel after sequel after sequel after sequel after sequel if it's not going to be true to the character and true to the original feel of the the, the series. You know, he doesn't want to have a jump the shark moment type of thing. It's like he, he, he wants to keep it yeah. grounded to what it, it should be. And so, you know, I, I guess his thing is like if he does think of more stories that work, then yeah, sure. But, you know, he wants to keep it grounded. He doesn't want to get campy with it. That's good. I hate mm-hmm. it when so many movies stretch it out and they get real campy and they lose what they were. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, that, it's easy to do. It's very easy. It, it's, it's, especially when you do comedy in it. Because mm. that's, that's that fine line that we have to walk a lot in filming is like, how, how far can we go with the comedy in this without being too campy and cartoonish with things? And it's, it's, we just have to experiment a lot. And mm-hmm. so we'll sometimes do different takes where I, I'll, be a, I'll do like a serious take and I'll do a comedic take and I'll do variations of both. And it's just, I mean, just kind of goes through and see what works best for that moment. Nice. Yeah. So um, I have a question for you. Um, if someone is like interested in getting into film or directing or acting or anything like that, what kind of advice would you give that person? Um, first of all, I would say do your research, um, like watch everything, watch everything, not just horror, not just action movies, watch romantic comedies, watch foreign films, watch, um, older films, black and white. I mean, I got so much inspiration from, uh, the silent film era from Chaplin, Keaton, you know, Marx Brothers, all that kind of stuff. There's always places to find inspiration from and to learn from. And so I would say definitely do that. It's like there's always something to learn. Never stop learning. I, that's, I mean, that's why I've loved about being on set for a stream is I'm able to learn from actors that have been doing this forever. And I, I, I'm think I, I getting so many great ideas from them that I can use in the future for things. And so that's, I love that. And in addition to that, I would say, just be persistent. If this is something you love to do, be persistent. Don't expect to come out with, you know, a big, huge blockbuster on your first project. You have to build your way up usually to that. I mean, when I moved to New York, I did off, off, off Broadway musicals and then graduated to doing uh, Broadway tours and voiceover work and then into this. But that took like 13 years of just pounding the pavement and doing countless auditions for every like 100 auditions that I got a no for, I got that one yes. So it's like you deal with a lot of rejection. You got to build up a tough skin to it. You have to learn just like, okay, move on to the next thing. If you didn't get this, okay, move on to the next thing. That's just how it goes. It's all about persistence. But if it, if if you're persistent and you keep improving on yourself and learning, then yeah, you'll make it. You just have to keep on at it. I like that answer. That was a good answer. Oh man. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, film's been like just a big. You know, ever since I was a little kid, it, it's been a big part of my life. And a big inspiration to like be creative, 
And and that's one thing that uh, I, I learned from him was that uh, you, if you're if you're not creative, like you're 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 not going to be able to experience the world in like a different light than what you could. And so learning all these things and, you know, seeing like horror movies and comedies and and, uh, you know, all these different types of genres, uh, movies, TV shows, animations, uh, just everything just kind of like it, it builds like this drive to want to be more creative and then like you get in those days where you're like i just i can't feel it and you just want to keep pushing though and that's why like when we when we started doing this uh this podcast like i i I messaged i messaged him i was like i got this idea i don't know how we're gonna do it but we we have to do it like Yeah, and and he's been awesome. Just so supportive over everything, and just, just, and just yeah, no, and so just hearing your stories and just hearing about this is just really, uh, it's just amazing. Uh, I'm sorry, it just <laughs> you know, you just get one of those like, oh man, like he's so right, <laughs> like one of those moments. So just a big it's, learning it's experience. It's like it's just you know, life experiences. It's like it's. If I had never tried this, you know, gotten the guts to do this, you know, I wouldn't have had these amazing experiences that I've had. And I've, I'm so grateful for those experiences is us things you, you sometimes have to just get out of that comfort zone and, you know, try something new. You never know where it might lead you. Definitely. Um, in fact, that's how I ended up asking you to be on our podcast. <laughs> Way out of my comfort zone. I was like, oh, yeah. way nervous. Oh, don't worry about <laughs> it. I, I am like, I, 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 mean, <laughs> you know. I, I, I'm still that way where I get so nervous and stuff. I, especially around women, I'm just like, hey. uh, yeah. I, be, I become like the buzzard from like you know those old like a it's just, uh, it's so sad. People. It's weird because like put your art decline. I'm like, yeah, but I'm still me. <laughs> yeah. I know who I am. And this is like, yeah, I might play that character on screen, but in real life, I'm still, you know, this shy and secure guy too. I feel and, it. Like, like <laughs> I said, that's how I was when it came to asking you to be on the podcast. And then when you said, yeah, I was like, holy crap. What? He said, yes. Yeah, no, we were all freaking out. It was like, oh, this is so amazing. <laughs> well, that, I can tell you, you know, like, feel free to ask other people. You'd be surprised how, how many people might say yes. You know, just it's like you just you never know unless you try. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, do you have anything else? Oh man, I can't. It, it, I I have asked like I think. Pretty much all the questions, and then it looks like the audience kind of beat me to uh, the other questions I had. So, <laughs> dang it. <laughs> Damn you, audience. Damn you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> What's it's, that mask on your wall behind you? That's a, it's a Art the Clown Jason mask. Oh, that's cool. Uh, my, yeah, my, my buddy Rick makes these. He, he sells them at uh, conventions at 30... 13x studios i almost totally messed up the name 
Thirteen <laughs> X Studios. Yeah, Whoa. he makes a, He makes all kinds of uh, Jason masks with different characters and stuff like that. Oh, that's cool. cool. Yeah. Does he have like a website people can buy or anything? I think so. Yeah, you, I, I probably just look up Thirteen X. Okay. Like the letter X. Yeah. Um. But he's you know like um, he's at so many conventions. So uh, especially in the South and stuff like that. He because he lives down in Florida. So, yeah, he, he does a lot of Days of the Dead conventions as well. Oh, cool. Yeah. I might have to one get a mask. One of these days we'll be down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One day, one day. One day. So, hey, you got <laughs> good conventions up there in Seattle and all that kind of stuff, too. And Crypticon yeah. Out there. Yeah, Crypticon in Seattle and uh, mm, a couple Portland. different conventions. Yeah, Mad Monster Party. All that it's just there's there's all kinds of, I'm wanting to get more of them out there on the the west coast. It's just like uh, especially I would love to do like Monster Palooza and stuff like that. I'd love to go to that one. Yeah, I hear that's a really cool one. One day, one day, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> After everybody all. will just get vaccinated, and then we'll be good. Yep. <laughs> Yep, 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 yep. It's like, you know, I know it's like, I, I've already heard like the second dose is a little bit rough, but I'm like, hey, you know, I, I can deal with like maybe being out of commission for a day or two. As yeah. long as I can get back to life again. I, I miss that. That's what I miss is just being out and living. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. I've oh been my. stuck in an apartment for the past year. I mean, I've been lucky to be able to film some, though. But I'm like, if I, it wasn't for filming, I've, I would have probably gone insane. If weren't, you know, filming and video games have kept me sane. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what this podcast has done for us in this yeah. time. Yeah. I've done but a this... lot of podcasts, too. And that's, that's helped, too, because I can actually converse with people. <laughs> It's like I've missed people. <laughs> Same. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's just like, oh god. Ugh. It's like as I remember when this all started, I was like, ah, this will be about a month or so because people will be good and they'll oh. as long as we just stay in for a month, we'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long month. Cue the yeah. evil music. <laughs> I just didn't count on people's selfishness and this irresponsibility it's just like god man, yeah. we, could have, we could have all been doing stuff by this point now if it weren't for that wanted to go to the theater <laughs> yeah it's yeah. going to the theater oh man i miss that too i miss that too this is like it's it's not the same watching movies on your couch it's no, it's weird and expensive <laughs> yeah human it i just but, you know, just like, especially horror films or in comedies, you want to see those on a big screen with a big audience. And, you know, it's like, God, I was like, I, I saw Kong in uh, Godzilla recently, and I'm like, man, that would have been so much more fun on a big screen with an audience. Yeah, it would have. People yeah. laughing and screaming. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I, I was in here going, oh, during the fight scene in <laughs> Kong. And I was like, oh, man, I would love to see this with an audience. Yeah. <laughs> Turn. Did you like that? Oh, yeah. no one here. Get Shit. Next, you're talking to. Yeah. <laughs> Touch that's... your cat about the movie. Yeah. Uh, that's what I do. I talk to this guy. <laughs> oh, poor guy. Yeah, he goes on your shoulder. He. Where did you get him? Because you, you brought him back. That's hysterical. I yeah. thought that 
guy back from New Orleans mm-hmm. from HauntCon. Oh, that's crazy. You know, they should just do one as an angel and one as a demon. And so you could have the angel and demon on your shoulder. That would be really awesome. <laughs> That'd be a great idea. That company's got go. so many different little shoulder buddies. Yeah. And a little that, that's, the, clown. that's the one that lends itself. You could just easily have an, uh, a devil on your shoulder and be like, hey, what are we going to do tonight, guys? Oh, well, you should do this. Nah, you should do this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I would have so much fun with that. Oh my god. <laughs> ideas. Ideas. <laughs> we just This is why I need to get out. <laughs> we all need to get out. I feel like yeah. my conversation skills have dwindled since the whole COVID nineteen. Oh I am horrible. <laughs> I think I'm going to be a disaster whenever I get back to dating again. I'm just going to be like, oh, so what do I do again? <laughs> hey, what you, food. Dinner? How do we dress? I don't know. <laughs> you just show up in a bathrobe. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, underwear. I didn't even wear underwear. <laughs> Whee! Helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> Oh god. Oh, yeah, then I'd be on TMZ. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh no, I don't need to have one of those like Weinstein moments, no. No, no, no. Bat gates, whatever type of shit. This is like Who uses Venmo to pay for the hookers? Man, how stupid. <laughs> it's for salad. Uh, yeah, maybe because you tossed one. <laughs> oh man! Oh my god! It's like going to a restaurant and ordering Uber Eats. Oh my god! It's just like, you know, bless your heart. <laughs> no. Oh. Oh. So. All right. Well. Um. We don't want to take up too much more of your time. Oh, yeah. Yep. Lots of busy things to do. and Oh, yeah. Probably just the internet. <laughs> watch movies to watch. and yeah. Go down the YouTube rabbit hole. Do you have Shudder? I don't have Shudder yet, oddly enough. I, I, I do Tubi a lot, though. Tubi's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Shudder's got, yeah, Tubi like, and the Amazon creep show. Prime. Yeah. I need to watch that because I know Ashley Lawrence recently did an episode on there, and I gotta I gotta support Ashley. So, do you know which episode? I don't. I just know she did something recently. Oh, I think it, it just recently aired, so I was like, "Oh, cool, nice." Yeah, they're on she, the she, second season now. Yeah, I, I would love to be on that. That would be fun. Yeah, do whatever. Good. I don't care. I don't care. Get killed by a monster. Oh, yeah. I'd be fine with that. It'd be fun. Till I was screaming for once. I'd scream like a little girl. Oh, yeah. It's, it's funnier yeah. that way. Yeah. Of course. Do, do the troll to scream or something like that. You know? Just... <laughs> 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 
I did some screaming the other night on set, and I was like, oh, this is tough. Oh, oh I, I like, how, how do my co-stars do this for hours on end and keep their voices? <laughs> tea. Honey and yeah. tea. Yeah, a lot of that. Yeah. Yep. Definitely so. Which I didn't have. <laughs> Damn it. So like, the next day I was like, hi, how are you doing? <laughs> Sounds like you've been smoking for years. Yeah. Do you oh, like they coffee? Running, <laughs> they weren't even running sound. I was just doing it for the the, the action. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, no one's hearing any of this. <laughs> I'm just doing this for myself. <laughs> Jesus, why why are you losing your voice on purpose? This is stupid, David. You don't need to do this. You can just go ow. Oh! <laughs> no, you got <laughs> they were like, man, we should have been running sound on that. That was a good scream. We're like, ah, damn it. <laughs> oh, man. Always run sound. Oh. Well, we, we definitely want to thank you for taking the time to sit with us and have an amazing conversation. This has been oh, an awesome episode. <laughs> Time zone debacle. Yeah, sorry oh, yeah. about that. Oh god, don't worry about it. It was fine. I forgot time zones I able, existed. I was able to take a nap because I was kind of I was kind of crashing there for a second. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'll have a nap. So perfect. Yeah, I, I was playing Days Gone, and I was like, I'm getting tired. I can't do a podcast, but I'm kind of tired. <laughs> oh. Which reminds me, you you got to check out because you were talking about playing Resident Evil Two. You got to mm-hmm. play Resident Evil Village, the the eighth one oh, coming out. I can't out. wait! I can't yeah. wait for that. I just I pre-ordered it. Trailer. I need to pre-order that because I'm like, that's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Werewolves and vampires, giant eight foot oh, no. tall lady. It's just gonna be insane. Mm. It's gonna be insane. It's just like it looks amazing. I'm excited because I, I got a PlayStation Five too, so I'm just like. Ooh. <laughs> yeah i I lucked out i i got it like because i I only know knew about the the pre-sales because like one of my uh fans had posted on facebook that he just barely gotten a a pre-order so i was like oh my god okay and i it took me like 20 to 30 minutes just to get through gamestop with my order because it was so slow and i'm like sweating (laughs) i'm like oh god oh god oh god please go through please go through credit card please go (laughs) i I am such a nerd i am such a nerd but you know it's like at the same time like you know with the next gen stuff they really haven't made any like next gen games yet that are just for the next gen consoles so you haven't really seen what these these things can do yet yeah like man most of the games I've been playing, uh, PC, PC games are really getting up there. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, there's another one. It's called At Dead of Night. Check that one out if you can. It's on okay. Steam, and it's all first person. You're in a hotel. You're a chick, and this dude who's got a split personality disorder chases after you through the hotel because he's captured your friends, 
and oh, you yeah. have to try to help them escape and get out. Oh god! And it's a That's mix between be so unnerving. Yeah, it, it, it's and it's crazy because it's live action and animation. Oh wow! Yeah, it's incredible. Wow. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I might have to check that out then. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> There's so much. There's so much. It's just like. Oh. <laughs> So I'll get there eventually. I, I'm I'm having fun with Days Gone right now, and I'm like, this is so much fun. It's a good zombie game. It's basically this is they ever made a, a Walking Dead, a Walking Dead, Walking Dead Daryl game. This would be it. It's like this is so good. <laughs> Check that one out. Yeah, it's it's on the right now. It's uh, the PlayStation Plus game of the month. So Ooh. you can get it for free if you have PlayStation Plus. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Yeah, Xbox. Oh. Yeah, oh, yeah, I have an Xbox. Yeah this, yeah, this isn't on Xbox, unfortunately. It's a PlayStation exclusive. He's like, loser. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I'll just Xbox. have to justify getting a PlayStation now. Yep. yep. That's why I got PlayStation. Just... I, I had I have both PlayStation and Xbox, but you know, I, I decided to get the PlayStation 5 over the Xbox because just exclusives like playstation seems to have more of the exclusives i like nice i'll eventually get an xbox i but, think once fable comes i'll just out, tell my to. wife that Mark the clown says i have to get a playstation now oh you're gonna use that excuse <laughs> huh yeah, that's a good excuse that's a good it's a valid excuse and i got it's recorded too so i have it on yeah. video yeah. <laughs> Mark says you have to get a playstation or else Yes. And just. <laughs> stabby, stabby. Oh. <laughs> oh, <my God>. oh. <laughs> it's funny how many women now are just like, oh, God, now I know what it's like for men to watch a scene where someone gets kicked in the nards. I'm like, yep. <laughs> I've had so many women like, oh, my God, that scene makes me cringe. I'm like, yep, that's what we're going for. Good. <laughs> succeeded <laughs> it's only fair right <clears throat> man yep i don't want to end this thing man i'm, I'm so, so much keeping fun. you here yeah i'm just having a i'm having a blast I, I had fun too, yeah. <laughs> oh man but well Again, thank you so much, man. Oh, thank you so yeah. much. You were just the fun chatting. You just like the most coolest dude we've. Well, I've gotten to talk to on Discord, especially. <laughs> A lot of people on thank Discord you. talk shit. <laughs> You're so awesome. much Discord on Discord. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. English fun. English. <laughs> but. Oh, man, just yeah, thank you. Th thank you and thank the audience for coming out and enjoying this awesome episode with this awesome, amazing guest here with us this week. And yeah, if you don't see this episode, you're missing out. You're it, it definitely because this is if going you on terrifier yet. You're missing, missing out. out. Yes, I agree. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, you guys take care and have an awesome night then. Yeah, well, right. thank you, Thanks you too. Man. Yeah, we'll chat soon, I guess. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, maybe after yeah. Terrifier 2 comes out. 
Yeah, definitely, definitely. If not, at some cons. Yes, too, I would so. love to sit down and chat with you at a con. Yeah, it'll be fun. Because I usually, especially, I usually do that after parties and stuff like that. I usually like to hang out with everybody. So, buy you a beer. Yeah, I'll allow that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I, I know Damien will definitely take you up on that too. Hell yeah, that'd be really awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he he likes diet and Jack. So yeah, diet and Jack. We'll keep that. Or, right. or, mm-hmm. or diet diet and Captain. I mean Captain Diet. There we go. And what about you? I, I kind of do a little bit of everything. I'm a big cider guy, though. I like ciders. Oh. I, I like mixed drinks, too. Angry so, Orchard. Yeah. yeah, Angry Orchard is good. That's mm-hmm. good stuff. That's like, I, but you know, it's like if someone puts a drink in front of me, I'll probably drink it. So, as long as it's not like Goldschlager or something like that. Or um, mm. uh, what's that? Uh, Jägermeister. Oh, Jäger. Oh, oh Jäger. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jäger. No, thank you. No. no, did that in college? No, thank you. Mm-hmm. I had a I, bad night in college because of Jaeger, and I was like, never again. <laughs> I think everybody's had a bad night on Jaeger. Yeah. Plus, it just tastes yeah. like cough syrup. It's like, yeah. right? Just like, why is this? Why do people drink this shit? <laughs> tastes like anise. <laughs> oh my god! Oh man! <laughs> Especially if you know what anise actually is, that makes it funnier. But an <laughs> <laughs> anus, anus. It could go both ways, though. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I just thought of that just now. Like, oh, actually, it does kind of actually taste like anise because it's like it tastes like licorice. That's weird. <laughs> Food science. <yeah. laughs> But anyway, I digress. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you having on. Yeah. And we look forward to seeing you at cons. Yes, definitely so, guys. Well, you take care. Have a good night. Hey, you Thanks. too. You too. All right. Stay safe. All right. Later, man. All right. Later. Bye. Bye. Now I got to exit like in a styleful way. There we go. There's the disconnect. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> right. I didn't want to be like, where is it? I don't know. Bye, guys. <laughs> See you, guys. See you, man. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Well, guys. Well, that was awesome. That was amazing. That was, an- that was one hell of a good episode. Um, I was super nervous at the beginning. Really. Oh, me too. I didn't mean I to cut you off if I did. And uh, he was so super cool, and that that really helped calm my nerves. Yeah. Especially with the whole time zone issue that we had. Man, did you notice that whole time I didn't use this? I my, did, my, I did. My I heart was going, and I was just trying. I didn't want to be rude or anything, but my heart was going do 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 do. Right. <laughs> I was really going to ask him about his cat that was just walking right? around behind him and everything. Just nonchalantly, just like, like just going through. <laughs> I've seen in other interviews he's done where the cat gets all right up in there and stuff. Oh, man. Oh, God. I hope that you all enjoyed the episode for the fucking season finale. You guys better have.
You better. Put a lot of effort into this. That was, it was a lot of work. And as you can see, uh, we got T over there. He's actually in the studio. To do this, we had to use Discord. So that's why the last episode in this episode. Um, there was some learning curve on my end. But yeah, but we got it. Check out behind him. We got our logo up. Our fucking logo. Sporting some Art the Clown yeah. decor here. Man, I swear. Sporting some of the stuff on the shelf above me. Oh, sorry. I was not trying to do a voice. It was sinuses. No, I, I'm stuffed well, up too. <laughs> oh, man. But I, that just means that we're... God, we, we're going to have to go see him now at a gonna, convention. Exactly. Just and like, we're going to be on break for a little while. A little bit of break. We're going to do some much-needed work to the studio and find a bunch of awesome stories. Yeah, I'm excited to get into um, season two. I know. Just woo! I tell you, in season two, we'll be talking about some little, some little guys. Oh yeah, because you're going on your trip in just a couple months. Yes. Is that are we on the same page here? Or was I wrong? I was just trying to no, figure that we, out. You're we're on the same page. Oh, okay. And I'm I'm gonna try to find one and bring him back. Okay. If not him, maybe a puka. Just fucking take one hostage. Give me your gold, damn it! Give me. I'm like, <laughs> keep your gold. I just want you to go with me. Just jump in me pocket. I'm not after your lucky charms. Accidentally, accidentally sit on him. Get off of me, you fucking wildebeest! <laughs> <laughs> so, be like, like TSA is gonna be like, "What's in your pocket?" I'm like, I'm just happy to see you. It's like, oh, <laughs> that's just a little motherfucker. <laughs> I'm a grower, not a shower. <laughs> Helicopter. Oh man. God. I gotta wow. say, to make him laugh like that, that made May night. That was man, <laughs> he's such a down-to-earth guy. If you guys ever get the chance to meet this dude in con in a con or just on a panel or something like that, do it. Do it. He is so sweet, so understanding, and so nice. Like like we were saying, we got the time zones wrong, so like our six o'clock here is his nine o'clock, so yeah. he stayed up. I mean, two hours. Well, he took a nap, apparently. Yeah, he took a took a nice nap. But I would have. I would have too. <laughs> yeah, because it's two hours. Yeah, but, it was three o'clock our time, and he's like, "I'm on. I'm ready." And I'm like, "Uh, we're not. <laughs> we weren't gonna be ready till six. And he was, was like, like, "Oh." I was like, what time is it there? So he's like, it's six now. I'm like, um, my bad. Time zones. Those yeah. exist. So. Oh. Sinuses, sorry. Oh, you're good. Man, I, there was just a lot of um, awesome questions from our audience. And I think that's, that's awesome. I, yeah. I did. You know, I, I'm gonna say this: if you if you're mad that your question didn't get asked, 
that that is not our fault i sent a message early this morning which this this is done um on the 17th of Mar of uh, april and I, I i sent out that uh, post on the page saying hey yeah. deadline 1 p.m so if you you didn't hear your message on there i'm sorry you missed out on that Oh, but for those that did and got their uh, questions answered, I think, hey, good questions. <laughs> yeah, really good questions. Um, I did forget to ask one. Damn it. Not from a listener. Oh, I was like, oh, shit. Um, I meant to... Ask him what his inspiration for the Joker was when he played oh, the Joker shit. in that web series. Like, what influences did he draw off of? Shit. We'll have to have him back on. Quick, get him back on. Quick, call him. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, uh, I'll just save it for another time. Yeah, I'm sure... I'm sure he would be down. He said he he had fun, so I mean that was that was an awesome experience. And I keep on I I don't know if you noticed in the camera. I kept on looking up. I did that a yeah. couple times because I was like, I really hope to God it's recording. <laughs> I would be so pissed if well, it so was. One thing about you there and me here is that. I, I don't get to see the recording screen, so... It's different. I'm like, uh, hopefully... Yeah. We'll have to call him back and be like, um, so we need a mulligan. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're gonna ask all these questions all over again. And we need the same results. Yeah, that that was just that was an experience, man. That was that was so awesome. It was, it was awesome. And 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 one way to go out with a bang at the end of the season. That was Good season end. Yeah. Definitely an awesome season finale. And um, uh, for all you out there, one of us is getting killed off between seasons. We don't know who. You'll see when season two comes back. Wait a second. Wait a second. You've been talking to Isaiah, haven't you? Plot twist. You bastard. You. <laughs> and then they're going to wear your face. Oh. Just just kill me. Don't don't take my like face. Killing. This isn't fucking face off. <laughs> no. It's going to be like thanks killing where the turkeys wear the little mask of her dad. Extra small gravy flavored condom. <laughs> and she oh, doesn't even notice. She's like, oh, dad. And he's like, yeah, yeah. What are you kids doing? There's a killer turkey on the <laughs> Uh oh. You better get in here. Give your dad a kiss. <laughs> that fucking movie. <laughs> gobble, gobble, motherfucker. <laughs> That's great. If you haven't seen it, you better. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, just like Terrifier, and also um the, the yeah the the 
the question for the Nightwing um, escalation is what the is what the web series was called. It's on it's on YouTube, right? Yeah, yeah, it's on it's on YouTube. Um, and I, I'm going to see if I can find um, the Miss Hokusai, which mm-hmm. is that anime that fucking it looked good. Um, well, let's watch it. Yeah, I'm down. Well, we we have a few of the movies to uh, go watch and yeah, yeah, we do. Oh man, and well, and then the one that he suggested, which was the uh, train. Yeah, which I wonder I if his, I, I I wonder if it's dubbed or if it's um sub subtitles. It's a good question. Yeah, because I know. Well, I guess on the, on that note, wanna give us a good send off. We'll miss you. <laughs> Sorry, you're dying. No, I'm not I mean, dying. <laughs> you said it was a surprise. <laughs> surprise. Apparently. God damn. Quick. Oh, man. No. Tell everybody, I'm not dead. They're just going to hide me in a basement. <laughs> I don't have a basement. Well, then it looks like I'm safe. <laughs> you might be in a safe. Yeah. Okay then. I had to think about that one. I saw the saw the smoke coming out. Yeah, just like that. I was trying to do the ear thing. Nice. <laughs> so to all of our fearful crew out there, hope you guys enjoyed season one. Hope mm. you come back for season two. We've had a blast. Yeah, we can't wait. Up three hundred and seventy-five people are, are are listening to the podcast. That's awesome. Yeah, which is pretty phenomenal. So you guys rock, and honestly, from the bottom of my heart, just I just I just gotta just gotta say something. Um, here I I gotta do this for you guys because. Um. Oh fuck! What? What? No, 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 no! It's nothing bad. I promise. Okay, so, so from our um people back at home in the U.S., people in the U.K., Norway, Canada, Finland, Russia, Sweden, Germany, Australia, New Zealand, Estonia, Thailand, and Brazil. Thank you for being part of this podcast. Thank you so so much, and. I'm just super happy for yeah, the everybody for listening. You guys have been a treat, and that's why we keep on doing this just for you guys and for us because we're selfish. Yeah, mostly us, a little bit you guys. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I mean, maybe it would be more you guys if you would send in some stories of your own. Maybe a fucking voice message every now or and again. A message or two, maybe. Otherwise, we're just going to be selfish bastards, and you know. Exactly. You you get it. You get it now. Damn it. Well, so we're, we're going to take a little break. About what would you say? Two, three weeks. About yeah. 
about three weeks and then we'll be back so keep waiting and this episode will drop i'm gonna get it done by soon yeah it's on me i know i know i know sooner than soon sooner than soon all right lightning lad i will get it done as fast for you I, can't I thought keep you were good, so I was waiting. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll get this episode done faster than I am in bed. Let's do it. Oh, burn on myself! Helicopter, helicopter. Oh god, he laughed at that. He did. He was laughing so fucking hard. That was oh. awesome. All right, so two to three weeks, we'll be back. New stories, new scares, new antics. Yep. New studio ads. And maybe a new co host. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to tune in to see. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see about that. We're definitely getting a new crew member. Oh. A crew member? Yes. A new crew member. It's coming on to join us uh, in the background. Take care of all the techie, techie stuff. Oh, so we won't have to worry about this anymore. Oh, we'll still worry. Fuck. <laughs> I'm just but now we have somebody to blame. Well, that's good. Besides me, take the fucking heat off of me, please. Go. Turn your AC on. It's hot in here. I'm sweating. Take off all your clothes. Shut a little bit too much skin there. Better watch out. gets kicked off. Probably. To all of our fearful followers out there, be brave, stay scary, and always be mindful of your fearful thoughts. Fearful thoughts. We'll see you next time. <laughs>